Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This podcast has been recorded during Vivite, an event organized by the Alleanza delle Cooperative Italiane, the Alliance of Italian Corps. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Warden. I am with Federico Gordini, who owns an advertising agency called the Agenzia Lievita, uh, which is in Milan. And Federico created the concept for and organized an event called Vivite. What is Vivite? Vivite is uh, a new wine festival just based on the cooperative companies producing wine in uh, every region of Italy, practically. There's a big system. Uh, there are 497 uh, sellers all around Italy, cooperative sellers, with uh, 140,000 farmers bringing their grapes to these big sellers. It's a huge system. Uh, so what, what percentage of Italian wine is cooperative? Uh, the roughly? 52% of the DOC wines and the 60% of EGT wines. So it means that to give you an idea about the business, uh, the total income of wine industry in Italy is 12.5 billions, and the cooperative system means 4.3 billions. So it's huge. Okay. So it's got a third of the value, but half yeah, of the production. Yeah, yeah, more. So the idea is to try and up the value of the cooperative yes, wine. How yes. do you do that, though? Or how do they do that? How do the growers do that? How do the cooperatives they, do They that? are trying to work better, especially uh, in, in the fields, you know, in the vineyards. They're asking their farmers to cultivate better, to have a more attention okay because the success of their wines depends basically first of all on that on the grapes on the grapes do you think that that message has got lost over time that it was just a question of producing as many kilos as possible in the past yes in the past yes but now the tendency is changing so what Imagine, changed though why why is the tendency changing? because they understood that they need to produce maybe less but more valuable wine but is a process that we have to do in all our wine system in Italy because basically the problem is that, okay, in general, we produce more wine than France. But France, you know, has a totally different income from wine because the value of every single French bottle is totally different, you know, from the Italian ones. So we need to increase the value. And that's the reason why we need to start from the bigger system we have in our country. Isn't the problem, if you want to call it in Italy, the fact is that you've got a fantastic climate. I know you've got various climates up and down the country. Yeah. It is a land that is suited to high production and good, still good wine at high production. Yeah. You, know, you, talk about, you talk about world-class wine, maybe you have to lower yields, but isn't that kind of like a, a not, not a trap, a kind of a precondition that you've got that you can't you can't almost fight against? If if, uh, if nature wants to give you 120 quintals of Trebbiano that is actually still quite drinkable, yeah. what's the problem? The problem is that, you know, for, i give you an example. We were talking before about the Pinot Grigio. Okay. Uh, we are relaunching so much Pinot Grigio in Italy. We are trying to do that because the most part of the Pinot Grigio goes to the States, you know. The funny and different thing is that uh, the Pinot Grigio in the States grows up really with big numbers, big, big numbers because, you know, they have irrigation system everywhere. In Italy, we have no irrigation system practically anywhere, okay? So we are based on nature. But the thing is that the cooperative system has a, has a great advantage 
especially in times and in years like 2017 that was a very complicated year in Italy as you perfectly know for the climate you know very dry yeah very dry but before during the spring okay it was icy very cold. all the flowers okay some of the flowers died and so no grapes from that then very dry and then the last part was you know maybe in some parts even too much rain icy rain so everything went wasted and we have a medium medium average of loss that is about 30 35 percent of the entire production if you have 2,000 farmers in your cooperative seller, you can choose, you know, the best you have. You can say, okay, I do this selection. I try to find the vineyards that were less maybe cocked by the bad climate or, you know, and trying to do the best selection of the wine. And this is the reason why they say, okay, we are really strong because we are small and we have the good effects, let's say, of being small. The good characteristics. So, being small means okay to have a big attention to your vineyard every day, taking a look to everything, you know. But in the same time, we have the advantage of being big also. Isn't so, one of the problems though that with the smaller ones that they are often weekend wine growers? They only are in their vineyards on a Friday and a Saturday. So if something needs doing on a Thursday afternoon, yeah, yeah. and they're in the office basically paying the mortgage, isn't that one of the disadvantages of? cooperative growers who are only part-time. It depends because there are many in, in the good cooperative system the people can live from agriculture. They can you know can survive can, can survive. The agriculture can be sustainable. Imagine for example in uh, Alto Adige they pay 300 350 per 100 kilos okay so it's so 350 euros. Yeah yeah 350 euros for 100 kilos of grapes. And so, in Puglia? And in Puglia maybe there are some places where they pay I don't know 60 70 well, 50 okay yeah, so brutal economics yeah yeah but it depends of course on their request on the quality of the system and whatever but I see that even in regions that are less considerate uh, by the market as Alto Adige is I see that they're increasing the value of the grapes when they buy them is a good system because if you think cooperation doesn't have uh, the target of uh, having an income you know but just to the partners let's say the members of the cooperative members have their sustainability of life and I think that there's a good cooperation and in these two days at Vivite you will see a demonstration of what is a good cooperation. There are many, many farmers coming here to the event and they're really proud to see but their what, wines. But what is the future of cooperatives? I mean, the numbers of cooperative growers are, have gone down partly because of general demographics yeah. and also how the wine market has been. That I think, I think that there are many young people going back to agriculture in Italy. And I think that but many of in, them we, have We live understand. in a world that's very individualistic. You know, We yeah. all have our Facebook and Twitter. It's all about me, 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 me. Why would I want to be part of a cooperative where my name it never depends where you are. It depends where you are. If me and you open a small cellar with vineyards and we have money and we can open it in Montalcino is one thing. If we can open it in Emilia Romagna, Marche or Molise or Abruzzo, cooperative system is an idea yeah, that sure. you have to consider seriously. Seriously. If you have a good one... Because the grapes are worth less, yeah? Than Montalcino grapes and Sangiovese Montalcino. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, the thing is that it depends on the budget you have. It depends on the 
choice that you do because there are many people who want to survive by agriculture okay and they want not just having this kind of in individualism and to create their brand okay cooperative system is done for these people and i think that it will grow up in the future in a couple of hours we will have this celebration of the 27 wines from the cooperative system who won the Trabicchieri this year. The three glasses okay. from the Gambero Rosso, very famous uh, wine publication. 2018. It's interesting because the number of the bottles of the wines reaching the price every year is increasing from cooperatives. Increasing from cooperatives is increasing a lot. I think that in the past it was very difficult to think yeah. about this because maybe there was there were many sellers producing big numbers of wine and maybe famous for cheap wines because they, they had the cheap line and they did many commercials about this. So much communication. So they are well known for that. Right now they reach a Trabicchieri. That the, the, um, a, a good cooperative should be doing both. It's got the opportunity to make high quality wine that is value for money, should we say, and yeah. also high quality wine that is premium or super premium. If it's if it's run well, and we've seen in some cooperatives in Italy that really are run extremely well, that they can achieve both successful yeah. volume as well as high quality yeah, niche. I think so. Even because they are, they have so much choice, they can choose. Okay, and so they can do a we strong see, selection yeah, of the grapes. Okay. Yeah. And so they can create maybe even three, four, five, six different lines, okay? Because of course you need to start from somewhere, but the possibility to choose is something really important, especially with these big climate changes that we are seeing in the last years. Okay, thank you very much, Federico Gordini. In terms of streaming, if this if this podcast was a cooperative podcast, this would be like your bottom bargain basement supermarket <laughs> brand with it with with now either of our names on it. Okay, uh, it's great to talk to you. I wish you every success for the rest of this event and for cooperative wine growing in thank Italy you very in much. general. Thank you very thank much you for very coming much. in. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. This episode has been brought to you by Vinitali 2018, taking place in Verona from April 15th to 18th. Vinitali is the wine exhibition that helps you discover and get to know Italian wine and features over 4,200 wineries. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram.